You are listening to the What's After Church podcast, providing support for those leaving church and sharing connection, resources, and strategy with those reimagining faith for the good of all creation. I'm Jason, and thanks for joining me today. So you've decided that you're going to leave the church. The question becomes, do you have everything that you need? I'd like to talk about four things to take with you on the journey. When my wife and I are preparing for a trip, we're very detailed when we pack. We want to remember everything that we'll need, and so inevitably we bring too much stuff. She makes lists on paper, and I make them on my phone. We lay everything out on the bed, and we go over it multiple times before putting it in our luggage. Once we have the car loaded and we begin to leave, my wife asks, Do we have everything? Then we talk through what we've packed and we make sure that we have it all. After struggling with the decision and deciding to leave church and feeling ready to go, what happens now? Do you have everything that you need to get the most out of the journey? Are there things you need to bring with you to be present in the process, enjoy the trip, and continue to grow? What should you make sure that you have as you move forward. The first thing you'll need is trust in yourself. Everything you need to be the person you want already exists inside of you. You can grow, change, and handle whatever life throws at you through your inner strength, courage, and wisdom. You do not need to go to some far off place to find peace, tranquility, or insight. Because no matter where you are, you have the opportunity to look within and find the purpose and passion you need for taking the next step. Marcus Aurelius once said, For nowhere can you find a more peaceful and less busy retreat than in your own soul. If you're struggling with trusting yourself, you can grow in confidence by consistently taking small steps, celebrating the wins, and fulfilling the commitments you make to yourself. You have never been and never will be powerless. You always have control over your perspective, your attitude, and your response. What would it look like to permit yourself to believe that you know best? What if you gave yourself the grace to try, make mistakes, learn about yourself, and try again? As you prepare for the journey, remember that you plan the trip, but ultimately, you do not control the outcomes. I've been on trips where flights get canceled, airplanes get diverted to different locations, and delays require me to stay overnight. I love a sense of safety. I struggle with wanting control over things I cannot control. When I engage in any endeavor, I want to know that there's a high probability of success. Fear has kept me from many adventures and opportunities. I genuinely want to have clarity, and most of all, I want control. I wouldn't say I like the idea of stepping into the unknown or embracing change one step at a time. John Cavanaugh, he once worked for a short time with Mother Teresa in Calcutta. John asked Mother Teresa to pray for him, and she asked what he wanted her to pray for. He responded, pray that I have clarity. She said, no, I will not do that. And when he asked why, she said, clarity is the last thing you're clinging to and must let go of. When Kavanaugh commented that she always seemed to have the clarity that he longed for, she laughed and said, I've never had clarity. 
What I have always had is trust, so I will pray that you trust God. As you journey into new territory, you may long for clarity and control. The challenge is knowing what you can control, like your attitude and perspective, versus what you cannot control, the outcomes. When it comes to the results, you'll need to abandon these to God and trust in yourself as you enjoy the process and see each experience as an opportunity to experience God's goodness and grace. As you leave the church, continue to listen to your inner voice, the things stirring inside of you, and what the Spirit seeks to emerge in your life. Discernment is not a one-time event, but an ongoing process and flow of the Spirit in you. Continue to cultivate the ability to listen to your authentic self. Listen to what is deep within you will require eliminating distractions, getting quiet, and cutting through the mind's surface thoughts. It also requires listening to what your body and the spirit are telling you. Each person is different. So learn the environments and habits that support knowing yourself better and listening to your genuine voice. Listening may mean experimenting with other routines and practices to more fully understand yourself. As you trust yourself and listen to your inner voice, you'll need to take action on what you hear. My mother was a godly woman with profound wisdom from years of discernment and failure and persistence. I once shared with her that I thought I knew a step I should take, but after that I was unclear what to do next, so I thought I would abandon the idea. And she said, Why do you think that God will give you the next step when you have not taken the first? Take the first step and trust the second will appear when you need it. It's a waste of God's time to give you more steps if you will not take the first. You know, discernment is an iterative journey. You see a step or feel compelled to a course of action, but you do not know where it will lead or what will happen. With courage, you trust and you move forward. It may take time, but as you look and listen, the second step appears and you move again. Listening and taking action happens over and over again. Eventually, you look back and can see the divine in your path. The challenge is taking the first step. You'll need to take action without knowing where it will lead and not knowing the second step's location. You may not have clarity, but you can trust the divine in you that you are loved and God is not fretting over your journey. As you leave the church and begin an unknown path, Take confidence that you have everything you need for the trip. You have what it takes to live the highest vision of your life and share goodness with others. Trust yourself and that you know what you need while abandoning the need to control the outcome. Create space and time to listen to your inner, authentic voice and take courageous action on what you hear. As you take the first step, develop the habit of curiosity look for the second step. Continue to engage the discernment process to understand what gives you life and how you can share the divine's fullness in you with those around you. So remember, as you start the journey, trust yourself. Abandon outcomes to God. Listen to your inner voice. Take action on what you hear and repeat the process. May you expect great things from God. 
May you see glimpses of God's goodness and grace in the ordinary events of every day. May you trust yourself, listen to your inner voice, and take action on what you hear. May you see each experience as an opportunity to see God's love, and may you demonstrate God's love in every interaction with others. And may you see the light in all people and reveal the light in you. Thank you for listening to the What's After Church podcast. I'd love to hear from you at whatsafterchurch.com. If you have not subscribed, please do so to stay up to date on new resources and connection opportunities. Until next time, may you experience more of what gives you life. And may you see the light in all people and reveal the light in you. Peace and love.